0: Hey hey, hey everybody. Uh yeah, I don't know why I wanted to get sexy, but it's just how I feel right now. This is frame rate. A sexy frame rate. Frame <laughs> and rights. I'm a- and I'm Abe Epperson. I'm one of the hosts. We rate frames here. We we uh, we take a movie and mm-hmm. we rate it. And I'm joined by my co-host.
1: Michael Swain, your curvy, sensuous co-host, mm. always supporting whatever bit is handed to me. Mm. Uh, 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 hi. Yeah, it's me,
0: Michael. <laughs> I'm back. We thought it would be the sexiest thing to talk about some hard sci-fi,
2: and we invited our friend. Introduce yourself, guest. Oh, hi. Hello. Uh, my name is Danielle Radford. I am, um, I don't know, the curviest of hard sci-fi is that how this works <laughs> i was, a, I was yeah. gonna
1: insert myself and say our guests should feel no pressure to and in- continue the sexiness bit but yeah that's true that's um true. have you seen me uh ain't no it's pressure true.
2: it's just how i live my life that's right yes. how
1: can she not it's true that's what i'm
0: talking about yeah we're talking moon baby the curviest of the celestial oh, yeah. bodies not huh? moonfall
1: mm-hmm. not moonrise kingdom
2: I, just moon mm-hmm. Really right thought middle. we were doing Moonball because we literally just did the Honest trailer. I was like, "Oh, I got this," and yeah. it was moon, and I was like, I, I, "Oh yeah, no, it's ball. a real movie." All right, <laughs> I have to actually do yeah, like I uh, have thoughts. Well, mm-hmm. awesome.
0: And, yeah, and we want to take a pause and thank because That's this right. is a pick the flick, which means that they went on our Patreon page. And uh, gave us some money so that we could talk about a movie specifically at their choice. And this round, we thank Phaedrus once again, bringing oh, the hits. Yeah, he's Hi, coming Phaedrus. back. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Phaedrus. Uh, Moon's a good choice, which I'm sure we're gonna get into now. Now, yeah, I almost <laughs> sorry, I
1: almost dragged us forward in time too quickly. But as we usually do, I want to start by asking Danielle. Expound upon those thoughts. First blush. Moon. What'd you think? Had you seen it before? Also.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I saw it uh, a a couple of years ago. Uh, Mm. I'm sure when everyone had moon fever. Um, But no, like, I, I, you know, I love (laughs) Sam Rockwell, so I was already in um, any movie. uh, Dancing or no dancing. You got a Sam Rockwell in. uh, You got a Danielle Radford. And so, yeah, like, (laughs) I really uh, enjoyed it. Um, I am (sighs) I am just such a sucker for robot friends. Oh, Mm. Oh, I love a robot friend. Oh, oh, give me a sassy AI. Uh, Give me a helpful uh, robot. Uh, You know, even, uh, you know, even give me a Hal. It wasn't Hal's fault. Justice for Hal. Um (laughs) 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 I (laughs) need you to back that up
1: with some (laughs) explanation. I feel like Hal is kind of a cold unfeeling force of murder and death I can change uh, him I can fix him I can change him. I I can it's fix true you can literally go in and change him that's the cool thing about Hal that's true have you heard him. him sing Daisy my Daisy it's romantic as hell <laughs> it's
3: um, so sweet <laughs> yeah yeah
1: uh with, so okay. I think since we landed upon it, we should immediately discuss the thorniest point of the movie, which is e- Kevin Spacey e- as, e- as e- Gritty. E- <laughs> e- <laughs> um <sighs> what's your take, uh Danielle, on art, artist separation? I realize this is not really moon focused, but we'll get back to it. I- I'm just curious. Do you are you you know what I mean? It, is there anyone really... my, do you rock mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson music? Do you etc. Yeah. etc.?
2: Uh I it really depends. Um, and most of mm-hmm. it is like how uh egregious is the offense. Mm-hmm. Um is it like uh because for some of them, hold on, I have a burp coming and it's gonna be so gross. Three, two, one Yes! There it is. I'm so disgusting. I'm so sorry. All I drink all day is literally <laughs> fizzy water. Um so my hmm. Yeah, it, it depends. Like it's uh, um because obviously some things are victimless crimes, and then some things uh there are mm. victims, all the victims, and they come forward, and then um some of them die under mysterious circumstances. Uh, mm. and so yeah, it, it, it's really um oh that's my alarm reminding me to be here, and so it's um I don't know, Kevin Spacey like I uh, uh it's so interesting because there was that wave of uh, people feeling confident and supported in uh, standing up to um, the things that have happened to them and talking about uh, people who have abused them uh, and uh, just like the shadowy terrible side of a lot of different industries Um, and now I feel like we're at this point where a lot of people are like slowly starting to crawl back in and it's like uh uh you just want to whack a mole where it's like no you touched kids you don't get to come back Mm. (laughs) like you don't get to come back um and yeah like and it is i think it it is harder um but not like you you know because there is like the michael jacksons and there are these other things where it's like this person is such a cultural touchstone that it is unavoidable. Mm. Um, but you know what? People said that about R. Kelly and I can avoid him. Super avoidable. Very Everything, easy to avoid yeah that dude.
1: There's multiple factors in each situation, and definitely yeah. one of them is how ubiquitous is the thing. But uh, Kevin Space, I don't know if Space is gonna crawl back. I think he might be down for the count. <sighs> he it doesn't keeps help- trying.
2: You know, he's trying with his
1: yearly videos. Yeah,
2: I can't with his yearly oh, videos where he's his, like, like trying to like recreate his characters, yes. and it's like you're not. We we know, any you know, I, I i look. I'm not one of those people who's like they should. You know, uh, uh they should die forever, and it's like, look, I don't. Hey, law, blah blah blah. I understand, one hundred percent. Victims don't come forward, and I know why because all of that stuff sucks. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Um there there's just like no way as like someone who is a victim of that to come out of it and feel like okay Bill Cosby had what like 51 women and everyone was like I'm not sure I like pudding pops you know um nor is
1: that come back from a bull that's so egregious you're done that's that's done you don't need a career certainly you know what yeah. i mean like there should be no way for you to come back from No
2: that. but Agreed. i i i guess when it comes to because you can't ignore every movie. Like you can't look. No one's gonna gump Christopher Plummer into this, right? Like this is what it is. It would be so easy. It's just Gertie. I mean, you, you kind of can. It's is, just a
0: voice. You kind of can. It's literally hell. Yeah. This I, <laughs> feel I can't like let
1: you do that, Sam. We could I can give do it. Gertie to Chris Pratt. Re-release Moon. Everyone
2: I mean, would. Chris be fine Pratt. That's not gonna help you. All
0: right, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. no, compound the issues white dudes on white dudes that's what we're talking about here <laughs> i mean you can i'm not a gonna make that joke voice. about how that's the porn
2: that i like um but yeah so <laughs> that's uh cut that please cut that i'm disgusting and dirty and your 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 listeners deserve better but yeah no I like it, it is one of those things where when you go back and view there it is that was the point i was trying to think of when mm. you go back and view previous work that, that it's you gotta take the work for what it is. And oh gosh, I've used this a couple of times um, where there is just like this thing where if you like a thing, uh, everyone, th- th- like there, there are so many dark stories and people who did dark things. I watch wrestling, Lord knows, I have to ignore a lot of stuff in the past right. um, to be able to kind of be like, hey, I can still like kind of watch this. And so for me, you go back and you look at these movies yeah you wince it's awful and it it, it's like oh i hate this i hate this i hate this but you can put it in the context of we didn't know this was what it was um and hopefully for the sake of the people that person harmed and for the sake of um everyone who has ever been harmed who watches that and that like really like does something to them like it it it, it, uh it triggers memories like it does those things um luckily we are at a place where that no longer happens but you can't you know you can't erase rosemary's baby god i would love to but like, you know what I mean? Like you can't erase the Polanskis and you can't erase that because it did happen. Yeah. But what you can't we can not delete every do, Harvey
1: Weinstein movie or it would oh, be a real, real shame. It's, yeah. He, he was an octopus with tentacles in many other, great films. Other yeah. people,
2: movies are not just one person. Entertainment is not just one person. It is a group of people that get together that believe in something and that want to work on something. And so it is a shame uh that what winds up happening is is the rest of these people who worked on this like really cool thing um wind up having their work and it's like oh well this is all just about this person it's like yeah this sucks and i don't blame anyone who's like i don't want to like even go back and watch the old stuff dude i get Mm -hmm. it i will never fault you for that but also like as someone who has worked in places where later we have discovered that um people have acted in many ways um that were untoward and not great Mm. um it is it gives me the perspective of like you have to remember that um one person does not make the entire project of what you love and a lot of people made that you know i don't know it's really complicated because like at first glance you're like Fuck that dude, which is right. It's the right instinct. But yeah, it's what do we do with art, you know?
1: Yeah, I talked yeah. Funny. for a really long time I was gonna say I threw I invited you on our fun movie podcast and threw like an intractable social problem at you I was like that's your first question well, there I've you go solved and you did so everything. good
2: you you solved solved that it. was Welcome. a very
0: good answer I think it was a Beautifully stupid said, question um, but I think very well done well stupid
1: to drag us in a
0: tangent yeah, it right just, off, up top but look it yeah, just hey, takes but, but hey, me 10 hey, minutes tactics. to get
2: there but if you give me 10 mm, minutes I will eventually go. get to the answer that I like.
0: No, it's I and I, I like that answer a lot. Uh I do too. I, I, Michael, do think I love it's you funny baby. That Never change. Never change baby.
1: Well, I just see these as the movie is just a launching point for an interesting for conversation. So as long as yeah. we have a good discussion, I I'm do, down. I but I do want to—I want to avoid the comments saying they never talked about Moon. So let's talk about Moon. Sure,
0: sure. It, that's that's the important part to cover our ass. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> you, said, you Oh, on something. a podcast I,
2: about the movie Moon. Can I? Can I, <laughs> I say it isn't just me that, ranting for ten minutes. Sorry, I that, keep interrupting you. Oh, headache. No, not at, the, not, the not, not at all. That's the
0: guest prerogative. all. <laughs> yes, please interrupt me more. I was about um, to sing,
2: it's my prerogative, me. but Bobby Brown, also a piece of shit. Oh, oh, oh you fuck him.
0: It. Nothing is field. sacred. Nothing is sacred. I want to say that uh, I've seen this movie several times. This movie, to me, uh, with all that being true, still incredibly, s- like, so good. Like, this is a, like, to me, one of my favorite movies, actually.
2: Yo, uh, it's hey.
0: Definitely top 10, like, top 10 of the last decade. Mm.
2: Yo, or we guess, all make yeah. fun of Nepo babies, and I will to the end of time. We are all gonna, I mean, I'm sorry if y'all are Nepo babies, but if I find out mm. I and you make something great, I will acknowledge mm. you made something great, but I will make fun of you for being <laughs> a Nepo baby. Um, uh-huh. But of the Nepo babies, mm. Duncan Jones is a good one. Right?
0: My
1: brain uh, just figured out plays- what Nepo baby means. Great, As I
2: understand.
0: I <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And uh he kinda I don't know, he he definitely has like he's also made source code. He's like yeah. a lot of people I are- like source code. A lot of people are on the fence about him because he also did Warcraft, which I actually think is a sleeper. Not, like, good, but, like... But it's sleeper,
1: not as bad as you thought it would be. It could
0: have also been a tragedy. Like,
1: think
2: about it. The Warcraft movie. I don't know uh, the whole history around Warcraft. Uh, I am... uh, As I think we all are, we've all talked about how uh, nerdy we are and our nerd interests. Mm
0: -hmm, What I will
2: say about uh, Warcraft is I feel like that is one of those properties where... um, it is so ingrained in the, um singular user experience that it becomes very hard to be like, oh, well, now you're like not the dude in charge. Now yeah. we have to like put all of that on a protagonist and then make the story using the elements. It's already hard to take a game and make it into a movie. To take for a sure, game sure. that's like a, a thing where uh, it's directly you, um, you... Right craft all these things like uh lord whoever you know uh, uh whoever eventually does like uh 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 El- eldred rings or like any of that stuff like god bless you because it's gonna be like real di- i'm sure no, that there it's a are- goddamn disaster yeah i'm sure there are 20 people right now doing uh uh a Fortnite oh and it game, is happening you know? video
1: games are clearly the new comic books we're all yes that's like that's what's going to be mined for the next 25 years for film yeah ip for sure
2: that and um uh tabletop rpgs is like right after i'm yes. calling it now yeah. i'm telling you it, oh, it's yeah. right after
1: I agree.
2: and so it yeah, is yeah. warcraft not for me not my jam mm-hmm. but i do understand how Difficult it is to try to serve a story while also serving right. so many different masters. You know? Oh, you're yeah. making
1: me imagine it would be really funny if the Warcraft movie was very loyal, meaning it was about a city planner and it, the scenes were like walking around zoning stuff. Like, yes, me lord. and the blacksmiths should set up here. <laughs> very good movie. And lord. there. We're and
3: working. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, but,
2: exactly. Like, what do people want? Like, it, it's, look, if someone. And I know that at some point there was a plan to, and I know it, right now there are people who are like, we should do Monopoly, and it's like, fucking why? Well,
1: because you do whatever you want with it. Have you seen a little Branded movie called I Battleship, be. my friend?
2: Oh, yeah. act like I ain't seen Battleship. Act like yeah, I ain't yeah, referenced I Battleship. battleship in, I think exactly. the last three honest trailers. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: the hat trick. No, uh, definitely
2: trick. one of them got in, but I. Uh, but you know, yeah, Battleship maybe, is the
1: movie that convinced me when I was like, people are like, oh, they. Um, They optioned that game, sorry. I'm like, that's stupid. Then after I saw Battleship, I'm like, well if they're doing whatever they want if they're like it's sorry but it's actually men in black fighting vampires and you're like Mm -hmm. okay I mean if you're just gonna wrap the IP around it then you can do whatever you want yeah
2: I I don't think it works but you know what Jesse Plemons Rihanna I'm there for it I mean the best the best movie about games speaking of Jesse Plemons is Game Night but Mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about but I will come on if you ever talk about it later
1: I would argue Game Night's about friendship and not games but let's talk about Moon (laughs)
0: a (laughs) man gave us money to talk about Moon, yeah. I
2: feel like I'm Phaedrus. losing my mind right we're, now. We're, we're a third Phaedrus. of the way through the podcast. I'm the worst. No, no, no. It's all my fault. I'm a derailer. <laughs> but it's all like
0: this is all true and related to Duncan Jones. I just wanted to say I like it. What do you guys think?
1: I also Moon? care for it. I feel like it's I I compare it to so many things because it borrows. I feel like it's a super competent. Hmm. uh It's almost Mass Effect. This is a weird analogy, Mm. but and not to take us on a tangent again. But Mass Effect, I had to do a deep dive when I worked at IGN into the lore of, and I realized that Mass Effect is actually the plot of Alien plus the plot of Robocop plus the Mm. plot of... It's all these homages layered smartly on top of each other. And as Mm -hmm. much as I like Moon, I do think it's that. I think it's Duncan Jones almost proving... I could make a movie, and it's like it's it's great. It's such a basic, yeah. straightforward movie. It's like what that's a sci-fi. Like it. It's like a long episode of Twilight Zone that's as punchy as it needs to be. Does yes. everything effectively. It's like my favorite thing, which is written sci-fi short stories. It reminds mm-hmm. me of a Harlan Ellison story. In fact, which, um, just yeah, covered. We just. Week covered on this network the story Shatterday about doppelgangers where one gets sick while one gets well and they argue about who's the real one really weird coincidence but um, yeah I love it I feel like it's classic hard sci-fi philosophy shit but it it, the only thing I'd knock about it is I do think it's a safe it's like a Mm -hmm. safe base hit it's like Mm -hmm. um, um, what if we took Hal from 2001 and we combined it with you know uh just various elements from things like total recall is in there there's gattaca Uh in there uh Uh and but yet it's all done so well and i think what it speaks to is that in the end a fresh idea which is so funny because hollywood is basically (laughs) like high concept is king which is the idea of this hooky simple one sentence thing and yet in reality which is
2: wild because it's a very deep movie
1: Well, because Moon does have a good elevator pitch and the best is when you have both. But I guess what I'm getting at is the movies that tend to really stick with us. It's actually for the reason of the execution Mm. more than the idea. Um, There are so many movies I love where the actually would be hard to explain, you know, and it's Mm. just scenes and moments and characters. And uh, I think Moon succeeds on that level, which is the highest of compliments, considering that you're right. It is super high concept. It also mm-hmm. has the sellable pitch. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it reminds me of Nightcrawler too. No extra oh. parts, very spare, very like, ah, how refreshing. That's a movie. That's right. That's the mm-hmm. basics of how you make a good movie. I remember. <laughs> well, because so many people are experimenting with form and blah, blah, blah. Moon mm-hmm. doesn't really experiment with form. It's like, hey, you know, you know good sci-fi movies with a oh. twist at the end? This is one of those. And I just
0: mean... knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts on that, but yeah. what about you, Danielle?
2: Well, um, first of all, I, I love the way moon looks like I do. I love the aesthetic and I'm okay with the fact that it's like revisiting at this point, these are like tropes, right? Like, uh, mm. it, again, yeah, you're right. It looks like, uh, you know, uh, a, a bunch of different sci-fi films that we've seen in the past, like that very like cold white aesthetic. Um, I, I I mean, I feel like this is uh, someone watched this and went like, hey, how about we make this but horny and it became passengers, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there are these different elements to it. So I definitely agree. I just for me, and it is one of those things I have um, and we're all writers here and probably mm-hmm. all writers listening, to be honest, like. <laughs> We're all mm. ner- fucking nerds. It's pro- It's all fucking film, right, Twitter, all and the movie geeks. Yeah, yeah, we're nerd. all writing. Yeah, yeah, nerd Turtles all the way down. Nerds all the way down. Um, <laughs> so it is one of those things where I feel like we all struggle to be like, how do I do this in the m- most unique way that anyone could ever do this? And um, I feel like it's probably if you're doing a space epic about a dude who is lost in space and can't find his way home, and you're Duncan Jones, maybe that's harder for him than other people, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. for reasons. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. maybe yeah, that's I, harder for him. Um, I would definitely, uh uh uh, you know, my dad's not David Bowie, but like I, mm-hmm. you know, if you're making a a movie about that topic, but maybe that also frees you to say, like, hey, I can just like do the things I like and everything we like is this like mishmash and combo of like gorgeous elements from other things. Um, And so I, uh, it's been very freeing to be like, write the thing you want to write and fix it later and talk about it later Mm -hmm. and zhuzh it up or whatever. But it's okay to have an aesthetic that has been used by other people. It's okay to do a story Mm -hmm. about a dude who was lost in space when your dad has a very famous song about dudes lost in space. Like, it's okay. Mm, That's... (laughs) It's fine. That's
0: why I think it's a sneaky, sneaky, really fucking good. Because let's, like, we can talk about, like, the the shots and all that stuff. What, Mm. to me, makes Moon really special is that it is a freshman director coming out and saying, I know I'm Zoe Bowie. (laughs) I know what all this is. Uh I'm going to make a movie and exactly in the same breath of, yeah, it's a fucking space movie and, like, who's more important to, like, the musical kind of theater of space than David Bowie. Mm -hmm. Um, And he makes a movie about evaluating his own notion of identity. Uh, It When you start thinking about this movie as an exercise in self-perception, Sam 1 and Sam 2 become very clear analogs Mm -hmm. of what, like... The metaphor is, and it's like, you have like Sam one, right? He spends like three years on the moon alone. Mm-hmm. He's kind of developed this like peaceful kind of like, I'm going home. I did my job. But his isolation has kind of caused him to become a little stir crazy. He's kind of reflective and like insecure in ways. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sam two, when he just kind of pops into existence, he's all about the mission he has he's aggressive he's hot-headed uh and that cause that's like two fissures of duncan jones to me that's like and the point of the movie is that once they stop judging themselves harshly for you know their past Mm -hmm. or you know number two's develops kind of compassion for his fellow clone you know they're able to elevate them as individuals, and that's and get off this rock, so to speak. This is him literally becoming a satellite, and that's mm-hmm. fucking cool.
1: Well, and yeah, ultimately though, what he brings back is the truth that corporatocracy is up to some shady shit, which I sure, which yeah. is neither here nor there as regards like what you just said, which I think is actually good in the sense that you can watch the movie and not know Duncan Jones is David Bowie's father. And like, it doesn't feel, you don't watch it and go, wow, this owes so much to David Bowie music. Absolutely. It, it definitely feels so much like it just works as a movie on its own in a void. You could like go to a matinee and not know what's going to come on and just see this with the credits cut off and go, well, that was certainly a movie. Um, yeah, like, I don't think it's it, people who haven't seen it. I don't want them to get the impression. It's like some introspective trek. Into oh gosh, intro, no, 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 Cause man, it works as just like a, I wonder what's going to happen next to this. What character. happened to these cones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And has the classic, I mean, serenity, you know, it basically has a yes. serenity ending like yes. we're going to reveal the truth of this corporate fuckery and that's the triumph at the end. Uh, Which I always can root for, obviously. And I thought there was a subtle implication that over the course of the three years, Sam always conquers his anger issues. Like he (laughs) undergoes that Mm -hmm. little arc
0: as he Um, he
1: endures the three years, which I thought was a sweet little touch.
0: Yeah. I think that's a little bit like when you're a baby, you're scared and kind of angry and Mm -hmm. when you're old man you're senile and kind of angry about it (laughs) like I kind of feel like when we look at the Ouroboros that is like their you know cyclic relationship Mm -hmm. uh, and we see these two men at different versions of their aging you know their three year lifetime Mm -hmm. you come to realize that like oh they do grow a little bit and settle into the middle zone like the middle place Sam Yeah. you Mm -hmm. know what I mean
1: also, I really like the idea. It's a simple twist on the trope. And I completely agree, Danielle. I think that's something that always traps me is the idea that I want to create something that hasn't been created before rather than just settling for it. Well, no, you're just doing your own version of a story a trap. that's been told yeah. before. You're like, oh... I, I thought I was telling a new story cause I'm so special and unique and it's like, no, no, no. You're carrying on a tradition of, of yes, us telling stories that's to That's how it should be
2: celebrated. What a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Mm. To remind ourselves of things we need to be reminded of over and over again, Yeah, you know, to keep ourselves on track. But like, uh, I, I do think it's interesting that this all takes place in a, you are talking about the collaborative nature of film. And I know there's mm-hmm. a big team behind this, but it still is the, maybe the fewest people you could have. Yeah. <laughs> like one actor playing against hey. himself and then a voice. And hey, uh, how hey, much b- they hey accomplished with that. Hey, r- bro
2: remember I mean, when we used to be able to do movies like this?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. just You just shove Ryan Reynolds in a coffin and you'd have a movie. That's yeah. a movie. And they would just mm-hmm. give
2: you like, uh, we used to call them, I'm sorry, I think it was like a mid Budget movie? Like, I'm trying to remember. It's been oh, so long. You mean since, like, movies seen like one. that? Yeah, God, like I movies miss... where it was like, Middle oh, we seat, could do like yeah, something mid-air. interesting that doesn't have to like be a franchise or like tie into anything. It
1: it's way. not low budget, but it doesn't
0: break the bank. Yeah, Five to 30 clearly. million don't exist yeah. in the market yeah, anymore. Wild. Yeah.
1: But I just thought it was cool how he at least refreshes the trope. Because if, if you're going to rip off Hal, the only interesting thing you can do with it is what they do in Moon, which is what if Hal became sentient? and stayed good that's the other yeah. thing that could happen right is what if the computer is your friend that could happen that's allowed
2: <laughs> and that i mean again they, that is my jam and also i'm sorry i don't mean to reference us to death but mm-hmm. uh as soon as they were like oh uh his name is sam he has a robot friend uh mm-hmm. i was like quantum leap is he ever gonna oh. go home <laughs>
1: who's your favorite robot friend if you could have a robot friend
2: oh my god oh wow um geez i think i might be uh uh uh, 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 no this is uh i could i could literally spend two days (laughs) writing like a 30 robot list but off the top of my head rosie is
1: dope dude i love rosie the robot yeah that's a good pick for real I mean, she's also explicitly made to clean up after you, which is not. Yeah, not but bad. she's
2: sassy about it. And I feel like she's she she has out. no. And I feel like she like doesn't she have like a boyfriend? Like she has like a life outside of the Jetsons.
1: Yeah, that's the implications of that. That's idea. the
2: one that I'm most like, because it's like, <laughs> yo, I want you to have a life outside of me. I mean, like, I still want you to like do your job. But like, please have a life. Have days off, you know?
3: Yeah, nope. well, speak, what for... did you think
1: of the implications of, uh, and this is for anyone who has a thought, but when Gertie becomes good, does mm. it at all ping for you? Like, I don't know, the movie goes out of its way to say this is against your programming, and he goes, yeah, well, I'm doing it, Uh does that need any further explanation? That was my only that's, last. I feel on like Gertie. that's
0: incorrect assessment of what happened. He mm-hmm. never says this is against my programming. Mm-hmm. He does ask no, him why'd Sam you help says, me? Why'd you help me? It's, How why'd you it's, help me? And his answer is, or "I'm or always programmed to, to help you. Like that is my one function. I don't serve them. I <clears throat> help you." I uh, cry. cry uh, okay, but he says
1: Gertie doesn't helping me go against your programming. That is a quote. But then mm-hmm. he says helping you is what I do.
0: I, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, okay
2: sorry anytime uh robots show feelings and be like hey like i like oh, anytime a robot I'm or an giant... android or anything <laughs> huge hole in my heart oh yeah murders me
1: yeah that's and the i mean the, it's obviously a theme because there's the resident the last line to gertie is gertie we're not programmed we're people do you understand <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he takes off the the kick for me, but I get it. And then then he takes the kick me post-it note off. So he's like also like I did change. I did I I am a different version of myself. (laughs) Yeah. That's what he's talking about. He's saying that's why we're not programmable. I mean
2: that's I'm I'm not even gonna lie, that is why I'm sorry I keep referencing Terminator 2 is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. That line, as it should be. Full it, it's I, I'm, that line. I understand why humans cry, but it is something that I cannot do. And then, like mm. him going down in the lava and the thumbs up. Yo, I will cry every time.
1: Oh my god! Like, we just uh, covered uh, an episode of the Next Generation where. Data's daughter is slowly Yo, dying. Yo, yes. Says, "I love you, father." And he goes, "I wish I could feel that with you." <laughs> I teared the fuck up just from also, that.
2: Also, hope help. Sad
1: robots. Uh, yeah.
2: Have me cover episodes of Next Generation.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And then we'll talk about Moon on those.
2: Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I'm the worst, but like that's the way that I, I analogize things. Is like I um when. Quir- like when Cordy like uh Cordy uh gets that sentience <gasps> and gets that name. <laughs> I'm sorry but when uh that sentience happens and uh mm-hmm. um I keep saying like I love nothing more than a robot friend and that moment yeah. of like hey I am here to help you this is my job and that like emotional because so much of before like sam won like before the sam's meet so much Mm. of that work and stellar stellar acting work once again rockwell nailing it one Mm. time two times killing it and then being able to work against yourself because no matter what he's doing he is not working against another person for the most part. And I and I haven't done the research. Maybe they had a stand-in or someone else to like right. do the back and forth. But like, that's a really difficult thing to do. And so for him to have this emotional arc with himself is amazing. For them to include an emotional arc of a robot, come on a little robot a little yeah robot. uh
1: his delivery of i don't understand what's happening i'm losing my mind uh mm. was a highlight for me yeah a lot of good perform. i mean of course any actor's gonna like lean into the opportunity i think to play multiple parts but sam rockwell it, it doesn't even need to be said you're like yeah of course sam rockwell does a phenomenal i unique, love- interesting job but man i was amazed how intense that exacto knife fight is given that it's one actor fighting himself. I was really on the edge of my seat, especially having seen it before. I got to say for better or worse, I actually likes this movie better on rewatching than I, I agree. did even the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause you mm-hmm. definitely notice knowing the twists ahead of time,
0: mm.
1: uh, doesn't ruin it. It allows you to admire mm-hmm. the clean construction of it.
0: Yeah. I, I like, um, Speaking of clean construction uh, and the difference between the Rockwells, I love simple designs. And while he, his performances would probably enough be enough to separate, first off, want to give a huge nod to makeup and uh, hair in yes. this movie. Because mm-hmm. the absolute stark difference between the two of them near the end is so, it's almost body horror-esque. Mm. Uh, and I, but like simple design-wise, uh, just simple movie stuff, have one have your your prime your sam 1.0 burn his hand and now he has a bandage now mm. you know who's who it's great <laughs> you know like uh it's one of those things where yeah acting can take it to that level but if you don't rely on it and let's just write it down let's just put it in the thing uh i love movies that take that Treat the following the threads as precious because it is to the audience. It's and all it we have to hold on us, to. I
2: feel like a lot of movies yeah. are very like hitting on the head. Like, ah, eh, you get it. You get it. Mm-hmm. You get it. And I don't feel, and maybe, um, you all have a different opinion. I don't feel like this hit me on the head with it.
0: No, it's very smart. It's a smart movie made for smart people. I think,
1: I think it's because really smart. I feel like it came close to hitting me on the head just once or twice. Just don't. I think you're
0: smarter than the average bear, though. So uh, you know this fucker. Um, (laughs) I'm more. But no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I do think, like for example, I love how 2.0 kind of starts acting like out of the gate he's like just a weird asshole. It's almost like, were you not confused by his initial performance? But then it's like. How, when he, one asks two, like how am I feeling I just learned I'm a clone of course I'm acting weird this mm-hmm. is fucking next level and it's like mm-hmm. oh that's yeah that's why he's weird is <laughs> because he's just ahead of us we're the ones who are waiting for the movie to confirm that they're clones mm-hmm. but the reality is if you woke up And you saw like an older version of yourself by three years who's like hurt. You knew that you woke up in a vat and you are his replacement like instantly. And I love that the movie does not spend a lot of time. one has
1: the luxury of not Mm -hmm. realizing that for a while because he feels originally to himself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's been three years. He's three years old, but also he has so much to like lose. He's. Built up this thing about going home That it's so much that I think your Psyche would just Shut out anything other than no the reality Is I'm gonna step on in 80 Hours Mm -hmm. this rocket ship And I'm going home gonna see my daughter
1: Regardless of this other weird shit that's Happening yeah yeah whatever this (laughs)
2: is is Who you are now like that's and that's One of the things that I uh, that is so Good about this movie and that I love about these Kind of um, Movies and shows about this Topic is that like yeah like it's you know dollhouse is like a weird also thing that dealt mm-hmm. with a lot of this like identity like who am i aside from right. my memories aside from my body aside from who i am um you know not to get like too deep into it like what's a soul you know and <laughs> yeah. so say like you uh, wake up in a Vatigo um the next day and you're like if you're me i'm like yo where's my cat you know like uh, <laughs> you have that moment and then you come out and you're like Oh crap! I guess I'm like not a person or whatever. Like that is such a huge, and the way that I I I, I don't know ah uh, that is something I always talk about because for me I wake up in a vet. I figure out I'm a clone of myself. The first thing I'm doing, me three year old or three years older self Danielle, we're mm-hmm. banging.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I a, believe we had straight a whole out episode of the gate just about- like. Yeah. If you meet your clone, it's either fuck or kill. These yeah, banging, and usually both in the fullness of time. I think. Mm-hmm. Why not
0: expre- express your both of yourselves in the glow of humanity and yeah, do I'm both things for sure. Yeah, uh, there's this movie is sneaky also with shit that I like, uh, which is not as interesting to everybody. But like, for example something I noticed is that there's so many little Easter eggs that are just like pointing you in the direction of saying like, you should wake the fuck up and realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the, there's like a four digit time readout. That's like near, like, I don't know what the cockpit of the space station. I don't know what to call that space where he like mm-hmm. gets in a chair, mm-hmm. but it like, at first it's broken. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like the support due mm-hmm. this in this amount of time, no time. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like it finally it restarts and it starts ticking down. But that's like one thing. The other thing I love about movies this smart is first images are so important to movies. In Mm -hmm. fact, a lot of movies, if you just go back like to your favorite movies and just watch the first image you'll usually have everything you need to know to like technically answer everything in the movie. Like the plot is unraveled in front of you and stuff. I love it when it does. Usually that. helps in this if you've case, seen the movie before. It's a simple, of course. I mean. Yeah. It's a simple <laughs> metaphor. And it's like, this is a classic case of it, which is the first image we get is Sam Rockwell 1.0 is like the window shine bright in his eyes Mm -hmm. and he closes the windows. So it does two things. One, he's starting to deteriorate. Light is like too sensitive for him. Mm -hmm. And two, it's basically metaphorically the lie staring him in the face and he closes the window, which is the conflict of the movie. So we know he will have a revelation in this movie. I don't know. I just like that. Pay attention to first images. Movies only have a few tricks they do. And this is like one of them. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, also there's a thing with eyes throughout the whole movie. Right. Because same 2.0 also does that. The first thing he asks Gertie to do is, like, turn down the lights. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's for the same symbolic reason, but also Rightness. in yeah. 2.0s, it's, it's because he's a new baby. And then when 1 and 2 finally fight at, like, the 35-minute mark, 1.0 bleeds from the eyes. And mm-hmm. that's, like, a nod, I think, mm. to, like, just the idea that, like, you need to see, you fucker. I'm going to, like why won't you see uh, it's stuff like that, that really elevate this from something like passengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not in the same game, but I think all that's all that stuff. That's really
1: highfalutin and sort of like the crenellations that have to be built upon the foundation only work if that foundation's really compelling at a root level in True. some sort of primal yes. way. And True. I think this movie also works in that regard in the sense that like something I'm obsessed with. well, I think we're all obsessed with tropes because uh, they're yes. sort of our toolkit, <laughs> but I'm also, I'm obsessed with tropes as they become like archetypical symbols. Like what is, what is a door mm-hmm. and what are all the things that to most humans right. a door mm-hmm. represents, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it can be locked or unlocked. It separates one space from another space It passing mm-hmm. over. It implies change. Like I love that kind of math and moon holds up under that scrutiny. Cause I cannot think of a more perfect so like if you took a Venn diagram, right, of the th- two th- big things, man on the moon and man who is a clone. Mm-hmm. The Venn diagram of what would they both what could their protagonist want be? The only thing they share in common those two tropes is I want to go home. And that's literally a line in this movie is I just want to go yeah. home. It's, that's yeah. what Hey, you're a clone. I want to go home. Too bad you can't. You're a clone. Hey, I'm on the moon. I, I want to go home. You can't. You're on the moon. You're it's like, locked on the moon. It's an amazing, it's like a chef putting together elements where you go, oh, that's smart. Those elements really work together.
2: Mm. <laughs> also, can that's I just like, essence. I want to uh, give a shout out because there mm-hmm. is some brilliant casting in this movie. Um, oh my, are we about to it, talk
1: about Matt Berry?
2: You know I'm about to talk about Matt Barry, <laughs> my dude. Oh, Matt, yeah. Barry, Matt Barry, Benedict Wong, you know I'm about to talk about Benedict <laughs> Wong. <laughs> dudes so two
0: dudes in two shots, like two shots in the movie.
2: And completely, and obviously I saw this a million years ago and I saw it now and I was just like, pause for what, pause for what, pause for what. <laughs> 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 Didn't <laughs> well, even remember. Didn't even remember. It's
1: bizarre. Yeah, the Matt- I I didn't pick out Benedict Wong, Mad Berry voice. Now I know so well that I was just like, yeah. wait, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> You're on the moon, sir. You're on the moon, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring you back, sir. Their character's names I to are Thompson.
2: Back, oh, sorry, I'm and terrible at about this.
0: And uh, I think those are good names for overseer lackeys. Overmeyer <laughs> was one. Yeah. <laughs> Overmeyer's <laughs> is Matt Barry, yeah. Yeah. Thompson. And over. Oh, let me look it up because i
2: do not that. remember i just like remember i was listening to it and i was like no i know that dude i'm in love with that dude <laughs> and, uh, in love with that uh, dude. and uh, i was watching it and i was like which one are you in love with and i was like both of them
0: <laughs> his, it, his voice is truly a beacon now i because i heard him in that boba feets boba fett Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, and, and he was like, he he started talking from a robot. And I was listen like, listen here, Boba Fett. And I
2: was like, that's fucking Matt Barry. <laughs> yeah. Take off your bloody helmet. We're trying mm-hmm. to bring you back. Oh, God, I can't even. No, <sighs>
1: none of us but, can do Matt Barry's voice. Only he can do put it. Put Matt, that's Matt why Barry in, Matt in the whole Barry. veins.
2: Yeah. Put him in my veins.
0: <laughs> yeah. My bowels. <laughs> so, uh, <I've, laughs> nothing. No, never mind. I was going to reference Toast of London, which is a very obscure show that Matt Barry. Um, hi. I. more
1: Toast of Hollywood's coming out soon.
2: Also, that's plus, true. Like, okay, cool. What show do you think you're on? Of <laughs> yeah, course, that's the a audience knows uh, what you're talking about. It's
1: Frame Rate, the show where we rate frames. Come on.
0: <laughs> come on. Good hi, come Rockwell
1: on. butt. Also, if you're looking for some Rockwell butt, uh, in the I shower also at the beginning. The butt. It was. It was it's a good ass. You know what and it is? There's nice many.
0: Ass. He's in his long johns so that they're very mm-hmm. taut and they like do the curve like spandex. Oh, yeah. So but there's a full on right into scene. the crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just all over the film. You just get right into his crack. And I think. Yeah. Like great. the
2: man version of skins, which is a reference mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to the Kim Kardashian butt lifting. I'm a stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you. I think well, I followed.
1: I was gonna yeah. make an equally obscure reference. This movie also reminded me of the feeling I get when I play Satisfactory for some reason. Abe, did you yeah, get that well at
0: all? Yeah, because the design sense and the the oh, I guess the gray walls. He's, oh, because he's yeah, flashes,
1: he's shi- and he's shipping resources back and everything's modular space. design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: for real. I just wrote
1: down this makes me want to play Satisfactory.
0: Yeah, Gertie's kind of satisfactory-like, I don't know why we're talking about that. No, yeah, uh, right. I would actually like you to tell me more about this.
2: And we Ex Machina, I know, satisfactory, I'm not as familiar with, oh. so we will take this uh, wherever you want to. We can talk it's- about it now, we can talk about it <laughs> offline. It's a
1: real-time yeah, yeah, logistics real. game do you have you played any of these where you like factorio is another one
2: have you uh, heard of this do you know about this have you heard of this you know, oh well uh, this? yeah that is was like guys? uh we the thing like this? warcraft have you heard about this do you know about this yeah. warcraft is very much a, like if we're talking about like uh resources yeah. And, yeah, yeah
1: yeah but with no combat this one's like factorio it's, it's yeah. just the logistics part yeah. of a real-time yeah. strategy
3: game okay. so
1: but it'll it's just be like it's basically the movie moon because it'll say like we need a hundred a thousand units of helium 3 you create a little factory of robots that mines helium three and condenses it into cubes and ships it back to us. And then they'll go like, hey, now we need this and you'll have to make a and more that's complex all you do. thing. And that's all you do. And you're alone so on this
0: alien planet. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's
0: That's dope. Highly recommend it.
2: Sorry, it's again, dope. I'm like so, I keep derailing because I'm like, tell me about this game I've never played. <laughs> no.
0: Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Certainly not Phaedrus. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, the... So here's here's my thought. I like Mm -hmm. well. Here's I'll just do one.
1: I have more moon thoughts. Uh, You go.
0: Yeah, yeah. The so the clones have been in this loop for 15 years. Spoilers, right? Because 15 years ago, the first Sam, the original Mm -hmm. OG Sam Bell, Sam Rockwell, um, did his stint on the moon. And then he went back. And the reality that Duncan Jones has revealed in the DVD, and I think in interviews as well, is that there's multiple stations on the moon that have this. He's not the only one. And mm-hmm. like, uh, not cre- like credits, but like in the epilogue, there's a line about like there being 150 of them or something like that, like just all around the moon. And it's been 15 years, and we know that this is the the one that gets out is. Number six, the yeah. sixth clone. Uh, mm. And I just thought that, that in terms of, I mean, I like the hope in the final image, but mm. like, kind of like my opinion on Wally, which Michael knows, but I'll just say it about Moon. Like, those are kind of like sci fi rookie numbers. <laughs> the idea that there's only been six Sam, like Sam Rockwells mm. in the last 15 years. Like, let's get that number into 10,000 <laughs> and now we're talking. You know, like this movie is kind of a filthy casual is all, <laughs> all I'm In saying. In terms <laughs> of how much
1: misery it implies, like you think it should have gone yeah, darker? Yeah,
0: this, this could literally, like, okay, so here's a horrible thought I had while I watched You'd this. You'd like I to thought, see the dark
1: side of Moon. Mm. I want to
0: see it darker. I thought it was silly of the company to build this expensive, elaborate, protocol-driven like cycle and not perfect the prison system. That goes along with it. It would be literally so easy. Like, for example, the big thing that breaks them out of, like, (laughs) contact with the outside world is the radio jammer. I know. Uh, The radio (laughs) jammer outside of the perimeter. Just turn off the rovers when they try to exit the perimeter. They can't get there. They can't fuck it up. Like, what are they going to do? Walk the entire moon? (laughs) There's
1: a bunch of ways in which the evil company could have been a lot more competent. For example, (laughs) that's why I bring up that Gertie... If indeed the answer is, well, whoever programmed Gertie wrote, I program mm-hmm. you to always help Sam, that was pretty dumb. That if was your whole dumb. plan was to do an evil manipulation.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I feel like I can improve these horrible conditions. Sure. And I don't mean that like in a moral way, like make them better for the people. I mean like a more efficient, more effective in making a healthier. I don't Sam know. Role.
2: I feel like this is exactly what if you look at what <laughs> look. I don't want to date this podcast because I know I'm sure it goes out like months or whenever. I don't know what date this comes Mm out. Elon Musk literally just bought Twitter. Like uh, people who have these corporations, like they're not they're not looking for like the best (laughs) ways to help seize humanity. Like good if they can. But like they're not. Mm -hmm. They're just going to make a bunch of like uh, uh, they're going to make a bunch of Sam Rockwells and put them on the moon and make them suffer forever. For all Forever. we know,
1: someone just bought Lunar Industries and is winding it down to pocket the asset difference as a tax <laughs> to, loss. Like so yeah, it's true. Twitter. I'm looking mean, in forward real to life, that
2: lunar inter- Like look, that Lunar Industries NFT is going to be so dump. dope.
1: Yeah, yeah, the pump like, and dump someone's pump and dumping Lunar Industries, and they're like, "What? We have a bunch of Sam Rockwells up there. All right, well, keep doing that. <laughs> I Thug guess whatever you guys do, yeah, or ha- burn I'm hands them off. or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the reality is so much worse than like because if this is unregulated, which is the implication at the end, is yes. that Sam Rockwell too or Sam? But Rockwell the implication well six is that the public will care. The implication they do. is that their it's stock a is down. Yeah. It's like the initial moments; their stock's down thirty two percent and stuff like that. Um, I
2: like the idea that the public cares. Yeah. I don't know if they actually would, but I like I the I idea know if they of the hope, the hope.
0: I don't you know because I think there's something terrifying about like, okay, but what if it was your clone? What if you, And it's like, you're not the clone. Someone's trying to steal your life yes. and people will always latch onto that and be like, even if I'm like, oh, I see that's a human uh, and I'm sympathetic, mm-hmm. but like any excuse for me not to like go under the hatchet. That person technically was built in a lab.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna do another reference unquote, and I'm real. a bad, bad person. But remember that episode of uh Black Mirror where it's like you get put in prison oh, and yeah. they like train you. White they bear. or are they train yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it starts with you get your it's own dope. version of Alexa that knows all of your likes and your dislikes and it gets trained. Mm-hmm. And it turns mm-hmm. out it's actually like your psyche and your consciousness put into yeah. this thing, and they gotta Beat a it like Christmas. Damn, like a slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they gotta like beat it down before uh, it starts like cooperating and doing the things that you want to do. And like that was another thing when I rewatched Moon that I thought about a whole bunch.
0: And there's a new show right now on called Severance that has the same I haven't kind of seen it topic. yet. Was, but just about to bring up
1: Severance.
2: It's on my it, list. I know. I, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. It's on my list. Well, without
1: spoiling, I, it just makes me wonder if. It made me wonder if the original Sam Bell... Like, I'd like to hear more from the ex-wife.
3: Hmm.
1: If, if the original Sam Bell agreed, made a deal with the company to have himself cloned, <gasps>
3: mm-hmm. and, yeah. or yeah.
1: is it against his will? Or is the original astronaut no, 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 Sam um, Bell in on it?
0: He's in on it. That's uh, At least if you look at what Duncan Jones has said in an interview about this movie, uh-huh. he's yeah, openly and- said, my thought is that he... He wrote, like, for money, he gave away the rights for, yeah, take my DNA and my memories, and here's some video calls uh, that we are planning. In fact, in one of the calls, you can see, like, a company man in a suit, Mm -hmm. kind of in the background, very subtly. So, you you know these things are scripted.
2: And that is uh, actually the plot of Lightyear, is that it's not... (laughs) <laughs> the The movie about Lightyear, the toy. What? It's about Wait, the man really? who went to space and then ama- right. and then went crazy. That's... And it turns out uh, that the lunar <laughs> people uh, turned him into a toy.
0: Turned him into a toy. That's dope. I actually think that's probably dope. I don't know nothing about that movie. I I think that that is. A I silly, have no idea, but I movie.
2: legitimately think it's so funny that they were like, "Hey, remember that time that Tim Allen was a snitch? Nah, get rid of that dude." Yeah. <laughs> He's a snitch. Let's make him, we all know. Make this. him fucking oh, hot,
0: dude. Let's make him fucking hot,
2: <laughs>
0: hot as hot ass Buzz Lightyear, mm. uh, fucking in a spacesuit. Yeah, it's a bizarre thing, but I don't know. Strange movies sometimes have an effect on mm-hmm. at least me. I know I'm sometimes into the strange shit, but that look that movie looks like straight up disaster for just being a bunch of freaks. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> watch it. That it's gonna movie. be amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, whether or not <laughs> I don't like it, I be will be one of those freaks.
2: but yeah no like that is um i am very again i got really into um talking about people who are creeps i got really into dollhouse because it also touched on Mm -hmm. the same theme of identity who are you uh take your brain put it into another person are you the same person is a soul a thing like Mm -hmm. that is very much something I've always been interested in. And that sci fi mm. and fantasy, yo, it, it's so weird to me. And I'm sure you've all talked about it when people are like, I don't understand why you're getting, uh, uh, moral stuff and uh, uh you get in politics into uh Masai a <laughs> okay. genre it's like that's literally what it's always been it's
0: always been that yeah it's always been a thought I,
1: experiment about the delineation of power or yeah whatever only. it may be we
0: don't really yeah. get those which i guess is a testament to our audience you know get,
2: i know i love you. that I, and my uh, same for my audience but i see it online and i'm like Look, it's okay to just like enjoy things on whatever level you enjoy them on you enjoy it, yeah. but to essentially erase what a genre does, and literally, the entire point mm-hmm. of that genre is wild to me. It's fine. But whatever. It's or like, to want oh, sci-fi you
1: know. to scrupulously only be people fighting by shooting lasers at each other, and they can't be fighting for any cause that's analogous <laughs> to anything in the real world. Nope. No. They just have to fight over some it's dark crystals or whatever. But
0: just like, about aliens. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with people in other can't countries. Can't have any connection to anything. Yeah.
1: Look, that's,
2: comedies are just is about word. like uh, comedies are not about making people laugh. They're just about like you watch them and then someone slips on a banana peel and you're like, huh, that wouldn't happen in real life. <laughs> like." <that's- laughs>
0: how farcical (laughs) it can go bad either way i feel like sometimes i err on that or i'm disconnected with the rest of the Mm -hmm. world in terms of i find connections and i think that they're interesting and i I think a lot of people think i'm up my own ass which i probably am
2: not the people i'm telling you not the people who listen to this you know what y'all have done this thing and i appreciate it because i've done this i keep getting us off track i'm so sorry but i appreciate this because i've listened to a bunch of episodes and what y'all do is you create a space for people to talk about the stuff that they love, while it's like it's okay to be like that nerd that overanalyzes mm-hmm. stuff because that is what we do, and mm-hmm. no one's crappy about it. It's a good space. Well, thank you. Well thank done. You. Well done. Thank
0: well done. you. I, I love it. I love it. I love talking accept about movies. Except you're going off
1: track for that. But watch. <laughs> so
2: yeah. I am. I, everyone knows. I uh, if there is a way to lead <laughs> us astray, Danielle Radford's gonna do it.
1: Uh, <laughs> It's great. Uh, I am greatly tickled to talk on Moon a little more just by the fact that yeah. the movie Good also ideas. flexes nuts in terms of showing what they can do with the, an actor playing twins. Yeah. <laughs> there was literally no reason to write a ping pong scene in other no. than that Duncan, Duncan Jones was sitting at his desk hmm. thinking, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it they play ping pong. I did it. I typed yeah. it in. We're doing it. Like We're doing a, ping pong. A, a, an actor playing ping pong against himself. It, obviously, a ball is not the hardest thing in the world to CG, but <laughs> I still think it's quite a ballsy move for a mid-range film. And then like, to make an arc, or not an arc, but a planned payoff of the film is, hey, how about you shake my hand? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Literally, no. the payoff is just, can I yeah. get a high five? And he does. And yeah. just knowing that that's an it's effects so shot, it is cute, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. watch that shot again, knowing yeah, that yeah. it's an effects shot. It's hilarious knowing that it's some other arm. Reaching out yeah. from behind his body, yeah. <laughs> doing the high five. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm doing it
2: again. I'm the worst person. Um, it's a thing that I reference a bunch of the honest trailers. There were these uh, commercials for, I think it was Miller or Coors or whoever, where it was like ant twins. And so anytime I see a movie where there's like two people who look alike and they touch, I always think ant twins. Okay, I stopped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that commercial. Yeah, I, haven't seen that, I will send
2: that to you in the Please chat. Do.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um, There's a series. It was like a huge wise. deal. Weirdly. Also ahead of its time in terms of having your character express themselves by carving miniatures, which mm-hmm. is what almost every horror protagonist does nowadays, mm. I notice.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Especially since yeah.
1: Hereditary really brought it into mm-hmm. vogue, uh, is you'll have a character who makes miniature towns. I don't know why it's a thing, but watch for it in film. It's a big thing. Way more Then people in real life make miniatures. You know what I mean? I don't know anyone who makes miniatures. Other than maybe like Warhammer, D&D (gasps) figurines, stuff Mm -hmm. like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, gosh. And they don't even... Well, and 3D stuff. But I am trying to think of like... the. I think the only movie where people like doing miniatures were not creepy and killy was that uh mm-hmm. steve carell movie that was based on a true story
1: welcome to marwin yeah that's
2: the only one that i can think of where it's like oh well that was actually helpful and not creepy that and was scary. somehow
1: healing him i think I didn't yeah see it, but, but
2: yeah usually and i i don't know man uh, uh i i hear that grandpa's whittle whittle um <laughs> i've never had one but yeah, that was the only one. I, usually, I if someone is like the whittling, grandpa's whittle. <laughs> I hear that's a grandpa's whittle. But usually, yeah, when you see people Boo. like whittling or making dolls of people mm-hmm. who look like people they know, You're like, that's a sociopath. Oh, you you go and die terribly, yeah. or something's <laughs>
1: off. Even in Moon, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you've been alone too long. You're gone. Yeah. yeah, and yet it's, it's a great a very solitary habit. It's a great plan payoff because then that model is used to represent. The idea that uh, not enough time could have passed. Like it's a clue to the fact that he's a clone and it gives them an excuse to fight with an exacto knife. So again, it's just a really smart movie in the sense that they looked in the grocery bag and they were like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to make a great dish using as few ingredients as possible. Okay. We have the, we have the model home. We got to use that three or four ways in this dish. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they even use. Uh, I love the use of when uh, Sam Rockwell one uh, says to Sam Rockwell two. After all the fighting, like it's been, it, he like Sam Rockwell two is now working on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like hmm. he, there's like a compel. Like I think the clones are compelled to have a hobby, uh, w- but mm. that's never been verified. Or rebuild he just suddenly their home. Is doing it, they're obsessed and with saw- home. Yeah, they're obsessed with home. But um. He, uh, in order to, like, there's a little bit where Sam Rockwell 1 does, like, nah, see, you're not doing it right. After three years, he's, like, this, he's showing him the wisdom to the new kid, you know, like, mm-hmm. this is, you pick it this way. And I, I think am. that that's another indicative of them self, being self-reflective and looking at each other and being like, oh, I see myself in you, as opposed to the combative, like, beginning when I, yeah. we wanted to deny each other, which is self-realization.
2: So that was one of the scenes where I, like, teared up. Yeah. Uh, everyone, I, I've talked about this. I'm a crybaby. Like, if you show me something where it's like, people are connecting in the music and blah, 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 I will. That was one of those moments where I was like, "Eh. Were there any moments in this yeah. movie where y'all were, like, tearing up?
0: Yeah. I had one, which yeah? was the shot of the rover looking at Earth when mm. Sam Rockwell 1 learns that the original Sam Bell exists on Earth it's just so tragic because it's like mm-hmm. the moon and then it just swings over and it's just like here's the glorious colorful earth
2: and here's like the person
0: and the god between. like literally
2: I can't even imagine you wake up and you're like alright well I'm like in this weird pot of goo and everything is like white and there's no panels and I don't understand what's happening and then you look down and you figure out like down at the moon someone is living your best life yeah, you know, a much
0: better version.
2: They're hanging out with your cats, Ripley and Hudson. They're, um, those are my cats' names. Yeah. Um, they're hanging out with your cats, Ripley and Hudson. Oh, that's, yeah, I know, that's I'm a weird nerd. Um, they're hanging out with your mom, like they're doing all those things, and you realize the life that was your life. Oh, that's one of those things. It'll tear me up every time. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I used to have recurring fear after. Because we went to the movie theater a lot. You know when you, after the movies, you go to the bathroom often, like when right mm. when you get out of the theater. And when I was just old enough to be sent in on my own, you know, like my parents would go, okay, we'll go to the bathroom, we'll wait. And mm. I would always have this overwhelming fear that when I came out of the bathroom, they would not recognize me anymore and know who I um. was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Does that resonate with you, Abe?
2: <laughs> no, you but I'm sorry that happened not to that you. Not that exact. Oh. Not exact,
0: but I think it it gets into the fear of like the unknown, right? It's am just like I, what
1: would happen. How am I not myself? Am I me? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But.
0: Like, which is just a generic like, what if I got lost kind of mm-hmm. deal, but sure. you you definitely spin on top of it. What if I like came out and I was like a different person? Yeah. Well, I think that fear. <laughs> which is I still wonder with what me, that is.
1: Because the only moment I teared up in the movie was when he said, "Hey, hey, hey, I'm really scared. Where are you going? Mm. I yeah. hate mm. loneliness and being alone. Yeah, is
2: the that was one of mine, to too. Yeah.
0: That's that's the hell that. Is why this that's I mean, we talked about Shattered Day, that's in this as well. It's Absolutely. that's the real fear. Yeah. The real fear is the internal terror. Man.
1: Or like you already think all your friends don't like you secretly. Oh. What if you met yourself and you don't like you either?
0: <laughs>
3: that would be
1: that's no that, dude. Yeah, what if you meet
0: yourself, would you like them? Is a great question for like this is what this movie's about. Yeah. yeah. Uh that's a really, really good way to say it.
1: I think it's about The pressing need for helium three to solve our climate change problems (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the visionary you know good works that lunar industries is doing
0: (laughs) and also text wise it's about human clones as potential exploitable labor uh it's the one of the you know more that's it's trippy to
1: think that that could become a viable social oh it's going
2: to but luckily we'll we'll all be dead by then
1: Not in our lifetimes, likely. Yeah,
2: not in our lifetime. Or maybe we'll be like 80 and it's like, hey, back in my day, you couldn't just have a clone of yourself that was like you at 18 running around fucking all the other clones of y'all at 18. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. We make jokes about fucking our clones, but there's going to be someone in a clone war at some point. And when we ever
1: do, yeah, when we ever do have the ability to make human clones, some bad, we're not going to use it well. We're not going to use her responsibly. Yeah,
2: Unless right. Dolly Parton gets there first, and then we'll be fine. She's yeah, there. Yeah.
1: Then our, then That's our rich right. won't exceed our grasp. An unstoppable army are... of Dolly Parton <laughs> sweeping Parton. before She's us, like, killing no. all who oppose well, us. Well, look.
2: the <laughs> God. She God. Look, if it wasn't for Dolly, we wouldn't have Moderna. I'm just saying I trust <laughs> Dolly more than I trust, trust most people. Dolly.
0: Oh, yeah. Give her $44 billion. Put her on the moon
2: no we'll Joe Lean's to, all vibes that's or right. just solve
0: <laughs> or just solve hunger you know do something like that like we yeah, need more people we need more mouths <laughs> amazing how
1: weird billionaires always think of
0: oh, maybe i'll buy twitter and never
1: maybe i'll f- fix the water situation in flint michigan or like maybe um, i'll feed everyone on earth then they'll love you- me and And it's like that would be uh, so easy and you would be a hero forever and why don't you just buy that elon musk you know what i mean
2: and when you Mm -hmm. ask people hey why don't these billionaires elon musk bezos do Mm. these things you can bleep their names out but i don't give a shit uh but why don't these billionaires uh solve word hunger or whatever they're always like where their cash isn't liquid but when they want to buy something for a They make it work. They leverage it against a hedge
1: fund to
0: get a loan from
1: someone else. Like they find a way.
0: Yeah. I just. Life is a cavalcade of chaos. I desperately need
2: everyone to watch one of those TikToks where they explain to you how much a billion dollars is. Anyway, I am derailed with that. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. I've seen those. Those are great. Everybody, go
1: watch TikTok. Uh, Yeah. TikTok. Thank you to Phaedrus. This is my wrapping up voice.
2: I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, great. No. oh, you know, it's
1: a good episode when it ends with the guests saying, I'm so, so sorry. I'm, just, I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm so, so, so sorry. sorry. I, I deeply apologize. No, um, no this yeah, has yeah, been fabulous, Danielle. No yeah, apologies this is a great required. Cap- Thank you so cap- much for the Captivating us, conversation. Yeah. Great, great convo. Uh, great pick, Phaedrus. And... Uh, Danielle, I hope you enjoyed. I'm going to pretend like we didn't do this once before and lose the tape. I hope you enjoyed your first time on Frame Rate, and we would love to have you back sometime in the future if you're down Thank for it. Thank you so
2: much. I, I this can't was even. I had. I had such a good time. Like, thank you for uh, chatting movies with me. Um, again, I'm sorry. I'm such a like an eruptopotamus. <laughs> and like, I will literally, I, right uh, my ADD brain is like, this goes to this and that goes to that and blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly um, we're spidering and it's like, why the f- fuck, are we talking about uh, Star Trek? <laughs> like, butress, I don't understand Gally. how we got here. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I trust don't me. Know. Well, now we're talking <laughs> about Childish Gambino. Like, what are we doing? Oh, am so Anytime.
1: In the case that some of our listeners love your unique style okay. of linking thoughts together, where can they find more of your stuff and find you online?
2: Oh, gosh. Um, uh, go to Danielle Radford on Twitter. I got that one. Good for me um yeah. typically if i have something going on i'm on that i do like a uh i'm one of the writers for honest trailers which i think is why my brain is always like in eight different places um i uh if you like wrestling i do a wrestling podcast called tights and fights uh god what else did i do uh just like a bunch of stuff just follow me in there yeah. oh i wrote a comic book yeah we're good
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Yep. Thank you for thanks for listening, said, y'all. A delight. Follow Thank you for me. letting me ruin your check podcast. Check out all his trailers. <laughs> if you want
1: a bunch of bonus podcasts, head on over to patreon.com smallbeans small uh, We also have a merch store.
0: I think that's it. I think that's it.